Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, good whatever part of your day. It is drive time, which means it is thrive time. And if you are new, welcome. So happy that you're tuning in. The whole point of our drive time together is really to remember that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, whatever's going on, we can always be in the space of thriving, right? Which is about a couple things. Well, wait, hold on. Before I get into that, I'm Erin Breeze, and I am your host of Drive Time. I am the founder of Happy Home. And again, if you're new here, welcome. And this is this is all about the road of life after divorce. So most likely you are somewhere on that road if you are tuning in and you're also a mom. And so there's a lot going on for us as we navigate divorce. And it's an ongoing thing. And my mission is to have that not feel like it sucks. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Okay. So there is so much that comes with this journey. And so whether you're newly separating or years out, it is an ongoing thing when kids are involved. And This even stretches out beyond, like, I know some of you may be thinking about, like, the the goal of the kiddos being out of high school, right? Or some other idea that you have of, like, okay, if I can just get through this piece of having to co-parent or parallel parent, and I get that. And I do, yes, we'll celebrate when our kiddos leave the home for all kinds of reasons. And also, I don't want you in a space of I can't start my life or I won't feel free or I won't feel happy until I'm at some stage that's out in the future. And that's true for like anything, whether you have in mind any kind of anything that's out in the future. We don't need to operate that way. We don't want to. Right. And I want to help you not if that's feeling true for you Um, and know that you're not alone. If that's feeling true right now, that's okay. And we're going to work on how to embrace every minute. And that's really what I was going to say about Thrive. What I mean by Thrive Time is that all the time, all the time, we get to choose that it is here to nourish us. It is here to support us. It is here to help us grow. And that does include all of these life, you know, experiences, these divine disruptions, as I call them. And It's not about talking yourselves out of the hard parts or pretending it's not hard or sad or difficult or, you know, any any of that. There's not about having a facade of happy because that's not true or real or authentic. It's about embracing the what is here for me in this, because there is always a what is here for me in this. And, you know, sometimes we wish we could order something else off the life menu. Right. I, I, I get that. Sometimes it's like, well, couldn't my life challenge not be divorced couldn't it have been something else but no we don't get to choose that right in the human way we don't get to choose it I do believe that in the soul way you set all of this up you set all of this up with the exact soul group of humans that are playing the part with you and I'd love to be part of your soul group too if you're tuning in something brought us together and I do believe it's that precise because there's a there's a whole lot of people on the planet, right? So the number of people that we're actually interacting with and connected to, I believe is purpose-filled. Like it's it's part of what we're what we set up. And especially those that we are intimately connected to, we definitely set up. And that 
that includes, of course, our former partners and our future partners and our past partners, even before this person, right? It also includes our kids. It includes our family of origin. Like all of these, all of these actors are part of your narrative, part of your precise narrative for this lifetime. And it's really powerful when we remember that because we set all of it up. And that does include some really hard things at times because that's just what humanness includes. There is loss. There is disappointment. There are, there are traumas. There are, you know, events of all kinds. Like this is just what it means to be human. And so if we can embrace this idea of thrive time, how can I make each and every day part of my own thrive time? Um, it really can shift shift our experience day to day and then that of course shifts the life that we're ex we're experiencing then that is the most powerful way to influence what comes next right if we embrace the present then we have so much more available to us to work with in the present to create and experience whatever future we want to have unfold like we're and i like to think of it both as like you're creating, you're kind of moving forward into the future. You're also bringing the future closer to you, right? But the way that we can work with those energies, the, the really the only best way is in the present. We need to be anchored in the present to feel into that and be able to really powerfully create what we want. And so if we are steeped in anything other than acceptance and peacefulness and presence right it's we, we can't we're just we're, it's we don't have all of our power available to us so that's really what this is all about and yesterday we talked about the stories we tell because we tell all kinds of stories all kinds of stories about ourselves to ourselves about what we're capable of what's possible for us what's happening to us like we tell all kinds of stories we also tell all kinds of stories about those in our lives, our children, our former partners, our family members, our friends. And so yesterday was really this invitation to take a look at what those headlines are and make sure that you're rewriting them. And, you know, this is really important because the chapter heading announces the intent of the chapter. Right? So let's make sure that we have big, bold, and beautiful chapter headings to this next chapter. And if you need to like give a volume, a title, right, to sort of sum up this last chapter, or the last volume, um, so you can lovingly place it on the shelf and you know you can go back and flip through that marriage journal, you know, anytime to, to remember all the insights, all the learning, all the growth, all the gratitude, all the beauty in what you shared with that other person. Awesome. Give it a really bold and big and beautiful title so that it honors all that you've experienced and all that you created with that other person. And then we can we can celebrate it. I talk a lot about celebrating our marriage as complete because we deserve to do that. We want to do that. We want to live free from any of that pain or resentment or disappointment. And we, we don't, again, we have to do the work to get to that place, right? We want to, we need to grieve. We need to heal. And then we get to celebrate. And of course, it's not exactly linear. I always talk in 
website, our programs about we're on a spiral. This is always a spiral. And so it's the next level. It's the next level of clearing and cleansing. It's the next level of healing. It's the next level of growth and celebration, right? But that's always available to us in any moment. We can take a moment, and as traffic is slowing down, these are beautiful moments to reflect, and we can always tap into gratitude for where we are. We can tap into appreciation for ourselves and where we are in life. We can find more love for ourselves. Hopefully, you're on my email list and you're you're noticing my Take Two series, and it's really about taking two minutes, just two minutes. If we slow down and we take some deeper breaths, we can reconnect. And if we take two throughout our day, it can really add up and it allows us to just keep coming back, just keep coming back to our breath, to where we are, to tap in to our highest self, to our our wisdom, right? And notice the things around us, like the man on the motorcycle flipping off the person who's now waving to them from their car, right? <laughs> so we can, we can be in this space of waving, it's all good, um, or flipping off each other, right? But we get to choose. We get to choose over and over and over. We get to choose. So I hope from yesterday you took some time to rewrite your titles. And your, I told you you can have a title and a subtitle if you'd like to have more words. If as you're getting to know me, I'm a wordy person, I love alliteration, I love rhymes, um, I love all of that. I love words. And so you can have a subtitle or two if you need it, right? But the point is, is that you're joyfully authoring, you're creating, you're using your words are like, use your words, right? Remember, <laughs> we say that to our kiddos, use your words, tell me what you're trying to express, right? Find your words, don't just whine or throw something, use your words, tell me. Um, so we want to use our words, because using our words is a part of creation. Like, it all started with with consciousness, wanting to experience experience itself, right? And so then we we direct the experience by stating, by declaring, using words. Isn't that amazing? We use words to announce this is what I'm experiencing and this is what I want more of and this is what I want to create. And then we get to go experience it. So we want to be really conscious of what we're announcing because the universe is impartial. Whatever we say we want, it could be doom and gloom, we're going to get that. It could be joy and serenity, we'll get more of that, right? And of course, all along the way, we have to keep responding because we are in a human body and in this 3D world, we have to keep responding to whatever is around us, right? And and some of that is what we have set the course of, some of that's what those around us, some of it it's like collective, right? When big events happen that affect all of us, right? We're constantly having to respond, but that's the gift because it's in their response that we get to choose to thrive. It's in their response. And that becomes over time like a really powerful way of understanding ourselves is continuing to notice how am I responding? How am I responding? And it's really powerful. And then today, what I want to talk about is, again, like another mechanism for us really enhancing how we're responding and like setting ourselves up for success. So two things that I want to talk about, song and socks, song and socks. So yesterday we did story. Today we're doing song and socks. We were going to do song, but then we had a sock moment. Ray and I did, my little one, almost nine. And it reminded me that, yes, 
Or so well, let's start with socks because it's just what happened. She had on the wrong socks. <laughs> okay. I know that this is a possibility because my both my girls, when they were at this age, um, Harper's now past this. She's almost 14. But when she was in elementary school, like Ray, like my girls are, are both super tactile. And I'm a highly sensitive person, too. So I make room for this because I walk into a restaurant and there are certain places I don't want to sit. And I will happily wait for a different table because it's that important to me. I don't like to be where like, like they're like, like in the, in a walkway. I don't like that. I don't want to have all of this energy of people rushing by. I don't also like to be out in the open sometimes because I prefer to be kind of nested in. If I'm out at a restaurant, it's an experience I want and I would prefer certain things and I will gladly wait for that preference happily. Like, because that it's just that important to me. I'm sensitive to light. I'm sensitive to sound. And I work with it and I use it actually to like even more greatly enhance my preferences whenever possible. Do I always get my way? Obviously not. And then I can use that as an opportunity like, okay, I can only sit out here in the middle. (laughs) So how do I ground myself in that space or whatever's going on? Right. And I know that's a small thing. But the point of this is to think about what are the things we can control so that we have the right socks, right? And if you don't like your socks, like, come on, let's let's create some more comfort in our lives. Go splurge on some socks because if, you know, you're wearing them a lot. And this is an opportunity, too, to just notice, like, where can I bring in more indulgence, some more luxury, some more comfort, some more just something that I really enjoy that I look at or feel and experience daily, right? Like I like to stock up my tea supply because it gives me the sense of luxury and abundance without having to spend gobs of money, right? Like there's all these ways that we can give ourselves indulgence and luxury and just the sense of like having so much more than enough in areas in our lives that just feels really It feels really loving to ourselves. Like, I love the ritual of making Harper tea in the evening. And she loves it. And it's something It's also part of, it's a ritual that's just part of what I want her her mama experience to be, right? So when we have a lot of tea, it's not just the tea. It's what the tea represents, which is taking care of ourselves, taking care of one another, taking time to bring someone tea is like this beautiful little gift. But over time, that ritual, it's really a beautiful thing when we can, when we do that. And I, I'm confident you do this different, you know, this or some other things that you do for your family um, because it's a gift. It's a loving gift. And so let's make sure we're also giving a loving gift to ourselves. And so with the socks, I have five socks of rays in the car with me or in my bag at all times because the perfect sock sometimes shifts. Sometimes I know exactly what it's going to be. She certainly likes the ones with the slots. We're into slots right now, and there's a certain, but it's not just the look, it's the feel, right? It's what, it's more about what they feel like on her. And we got shoes on, we got shoes laced up on the new shoes, because shoes are a big thing. They need to feel a certain way. Um, And then the sock was wrong. So I had a choice. I could rush her out because we were already a few minutes late or I could just pause and give her that attunement and validate I get it and to be all day at school where our kids have so often like they don't get to set the 
the agenda. Um, there's a flow that's set by the teacher, and that's important. There's a structure. There's an order, right? So there's not a whole lot often when we stop to think about it that our kiddos really get to dictate in their lives. So for me, choosing socks is like, great, let's make sure she's in socks that feel really good. So we took, we were late. We were a few minutes tardy, but giving, not rushing her into the day and ensuring that she got to have like that her feet feel comfortable. It make it's a makes a big difference. We can all think about where you have something like that that you're wearing all day that doesn't feel good and you're noticing it all day, right? So on the socks point, I hope <laughs> to drive it home for you. What is the sock for you? What is it? It might be a bra, it might be your endies, it might be your tea, it might be your mug that keeps spilling and you need to like up level your mug, right? So that you can enjoy your tea out and about and not have it spilling all over. Um, no, of course that's never happened to me. Uh, or something else. But is there something that represents that for you that you could change today and just go find it? Go down to your local favorite store and make that purchase and know that it's like a part of self-care and self-love. And enjoy that. Like, celebrate that about yourself. Like, this matters to me. And I'm worth it. I deserve having this thing, this small thing, be exactly what I want. And maybe I'm going to buy five of them so I can have the same sock, right? Or the same bra or the same undies that I love because they feel great. And I'm going to be wearing them all day long. So if I'm going to invest in something, like, you're worth it. That matters. And that makes sense to do. So that's the socks. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is song. So we talked yesterday about how words, like the headline of what story we're telling us is so important because we're living with that all day long, like socks, right? The the headline, the story that we're telling is with us all day. So if all day we're saying, this is happening to me and this sucks, we will feel a certain way. If all day we're saying, this is hard, this is unexpected, this is unfair, but I will do my life anyway. That's a whole different song, right? That's a whole different story. And so what I want to invite you to do today is match your story with your song, okay? Because songs, excuse me, songs, like, we can all relate to the power of music. So you can boost the story by choosing the song that matches. So if you are going through something really hard right now and you just need to stay in this, like, overcoming it, right? Like you need to turn up the volume on the songs that are your fight songs. Like are your, I'm going to overcome this song, right? Like are your, no matter what, I will survive song. So curate that for yourself and play them over and over and over. If on the other hand, you need some more downtime right now, if you're in a really like, I'm in a being stage, I got through the hard thing and now talked to a mom yesterday who just really needs more self-care and and more healing space more time for her and we want to do that so match your song list for yourself to enhance to deepen your experience of your own story does that make sense because we have we want to use the tools like it's really powerful using our senses in different ways, what we look at, what we can listen to, what things feel, use your senses to enhance the experience that you're choosing. And we can powerfully choose that. My girls, part of what got me thinking about song, they were arguing over certain their song, their playlist on the way. I love 
playing music and when they get into it and they're singing along, like it's one of my happiest times is just listening to my girls sing. Um, and by the way, if you are looking for an incredible music teacher, our music teacher is phenomenal and she's both a music therapist and, um, this incredibly gifted, she's teaching guitar to Harper and in, in singing and songwriting. And then with Ray, it's piano. She does it all on zoom. We met her, with synchronicity, because that's how my magic works, my life works, I get clear, this is what I want, I walk into a coffee shop, I see a posting that's been there for like a year and a half, she couldn't believe it, it was still there, she used to live in my neighborhood in Long Beach, literally like two houses down, and she had since moved, but this flyer in the local coffee shop was there, and guess what the name of her company is, for those of you who know how much I love bees and butterflies, you are right, Butterflies, Butterfly Beats is her company. I'll put a note in there. But I have to tell you, listening, overhearing their voices when my girls are working with Bree, um, their teacher, in their songwriting or just playing um, their music together, it's like, oh my gosh, it make it just, my heart turns, like, I swear, it like triples in size. And it's one of my favorite things that I do for me is actually their music lesson. And it's done it again on Zoom. But Brie has this incredible ability to connect and to get, like, to help young, in, in my case, girls, but I imagine young boys, like, boys and young men too, like, find themselves, express themselves, like, oh, I just, it makes me so happy. So that's a little side note because um, part of why they so confidently sing in the car and joyfully is because they're, you know, working on different music and they're more and more comfortable with expression. And is there anything more important than helping your kids confidently express? I don't think so. And joyfully express who they are. It doesn't matter if they want to become singers or not. It's about expression, about telling their stories, about singing their own songs, right? And so they were arguing today, though, on the way to school, just certain songs Ray wants to play over and over. Harper is fed up. We know this. We know this conflict, right? And so my solution is, like, if y'all aren't getting along around your song, Mama gets to pick. And today we are doing some retro, some Beastie Boys, and some Dinosaur Jr. And they, you know, it was fun. And certainly fun for me. And that reminded me, like, Certain music, right, from, I mean, that goes back to, like, Beastie Boys goes back to elementary school for me. I can still remember being on a big yellow school bus singing along to the Beastie Boys. I must have been in, like, kindergarten when their first album came out. Is that possible? Is that right? So, and then Dinosaur Jr. takes me back to high school. Man, right? So we can transport ourselves. And what I want to invite you to do is really, you've gotten clear on the the, the story you are living in, the script that you are writing for yourself, right? <clears throat> I want you to match that with songs. Of course, if you also sing, awesome. Are you singing enough lately? Sing more, chant more. Ex like the, the power of our voice to heal ourselves, the way that the vibration of our own voice we can use as a tool, that's like a whole other thing we could talk about. But Today, I want you to borrow from the music that already moves and inspires you and be intentional about matching it up. And if you haven't created a new playlist for yourself in a while, let's do that, right? Like Spotify makes it super easy. You can create your own 
happy home playlist. Share it with me. I would love to have your happy home playlist. I have no doubt, but make it. I have one for my family, like one that we listen to as a the three of us, especially for road trips or long drives. That I just that I call my family high playlist. You can have a happy home playlist. You can have a just like happy mama playlist. But make one that matches where you are right now. So again, I know I sound a little caffeinated today. I am a little caffeinated, just a little. I had a little mud water mixed with a little espresso today. Um, and, um, oops, hold on. I have to get around this truck. Uh, so yeah, I may, but I also was just happy today and I got up 10 minutes before my, well, actually 25 minutes before my alarm. My alarm is set for 5.15. I got up at 4.50, but I slept all the way through and I went to bed on time. So I, I don't know. I just awake and happy. Did my morning meditations. Did even got my, even got my, um, yesterday's podcast posted and sent out you might have already gotten that and been like wow parents up early sending this to me yes yes I was and so the point is like I want you to choose your soundtrack for your story but it doesn't have to be like you might not yet be in this totally upbeat place that's okay be where you are give yourself what you need so if you need your soundtrack to be slow and grounded and like a cocoon for comfort and reflection and just that reminds you that you are not alone, that you are supported at all times, that you are connected at all times, right? Like make it the soundtrack that matches what you need and make a few of them, right? And then you can use that tool for yourself and especially on the days where we need a little help to get back to that place of remembering how connected we are, how supported we are, or how safe we are, or like connected to our positivity, right? We can use that. Um, and when it's curated for ourselves, by ourselves, like it's really a powerful gift that you're giving your future self, right? When you need it. And it's really beautiful. Um, all right. I'm heading into the parking garage. So I'm going to say goodbye now. And as always, sending you so much love and sunshine until our next little chat. Um, have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.